job and shove it up your sexy pants up your sexy pants it's a little aggressive well hi everyone welcome back to (laughs) ting dong it's a podcast it's episode 43 43 43 43, of us talking shit yeah thanks for listening Thanks. Guys, it's been a great Love episode. You. I think we'll wrap it up here. Thank All you right. again for listening to Ding Dong. It's a uh, podcast. See you next week episode for episode 43. Are you scared yet? So, <laughs> Zane, you have heard about my experience. Everybody who listened last week, thanks, uh, heard about our or my experience with uh, a local government structure as far as like the parking meters yes. goes, right? It's a branch of local government parking meters. Yeah. I had another run-in. Nice. An encounter, perhaps. Go on. I'd go to the DMV. Mm, the DMV. So, the DMV, the MV of many other branches of local of government. D. Well, so, so okay, so Missoula's weird. Missoula has two DMV sections, right? Right. So, they have the DMV, which is out, like, proper, by, proper which is where you get your license and where you, like, uh, probably title, no, title stuff's at the, no, one, at the other. It's so, your it's, like, license. basically just license. Yeah. I don't know that you I would You take your driver's there. test. Right. That is true. Okay. So, that's, like, the hub one. Satellite. That's, like, the proper one. But then, there's one right in the center of town that is, like, the the main, in the courthouse, DMV. That's where you do your title That's changes. That's the realest dillest. That's where, That's where you, you stand in license. line for way longer. That's where you grab a blue ticket and say, oh, no, this is going to take longer than I expected. Shit, I'm just supposed to get the yellow one. Fuck, dude. Oh, well, you should have, because now you're 14 people back in line, Shit. and each of those take an hour. Shit. So I had the awful experience of, A, having all of my bills come due at the exact same month. Beautiful. And B, then having to pay all of them, and also on top of that little cherry, for me, a little, uh, a little pop it on top. cream. I had to go to the DMV. Beautiful. People always rag about it. People are always like, oh, I can't believe, oh, it's so bullshit, and I hate it, and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah, no shit. Who doesn't hate going to the DMV? Right. But what I will say is that as someone who looked into how people interact for like four years yeah. in undergrad and like studied it's like you've it and did all this stuff. Something. Right. Almost like it. It's like if you hadn't finished your sentence before I did, that would have been a and funny that's joke. Fair. Right. Could have been a good <laughs> joke. You guys are going to be hearing a lot of good jokes a good, today. A good joke. So. Uh, this is not a good joke. This is just a fact. The DMV is full of the cross section of your town. Yeah. Most of the time I go, I bring a book or I bring headphones or something right. because it's always a crapshoot. You could show up at like 11 on a Tuesday and it could be one other person in front of you. Now, Tyler, I'm going to stop you right there. Please. I know the secret to the DMV. Okay. And I'll tell you in person. Okay. Okay. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share it here because I don't want anybody in on that. Everybody Fuck, are in you, on that. Do you actually like? I thought I you were do. gonna make a DMV. I do. Yeah, you I've know never me spent, kind of joke or something. No, the DMV downtown. I've never spent more than a half an hour there. Get the fuck out of here. Like, in, like, is what they say like, to you. And not like, even not even close to a half an hour. If That's I'm incredible. honest, like, fifteen minutes, including my weight. Well, guys, you should be better friends with us if you want to also hear the secret to the DMV. This is the part where we sell you all this <laughs> stuff, guys. We don't have any sponsors this no week. No sponsors. Because we're not a great podcast. Sponsored by Zane's DMV Knowledge. This, this time we're sponsored by our friendship. Nice. And, <laughs> and I feel like that is worth at least We're some. friends myths. Hmm? Huh? Huh? Hmm? What? 
So I had to go, and normally I don't mind it. Normally there's some PBS on, and it's that guy who travels all over Europe. You know the one. Yeah. And he's taking a tour through Chechnya, and he's really enjoying himself. Yeah. Uh, Rick Steves is his name, actually. I, okay. Another boy with two first names, like me. I heard they uh, did pretty well at the World Cup this year. Chechnya? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for not existing, they did pretty well. It's, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Michael Weston, they're, they're forward. I don't like what's happening uh, here. Was actually playing pretty well. I don't, what? Have you not watched Burn Notice? No, I, oh, oh my God, wow, <laughs> callback. Good. The Chechnyans are calling about their names. <laughs> Solid. When you're a our... spy. Guys, welcome to episode 43 where we talk about burn notice a whole bunch. Guys, if you're a big fan of USA, you're going to go ahead and listen to a few minutes of this podcast. Yo, fucking burn notice is one of the best shows ever. Burn out. notice is great, but it's also not what I was expecting to talk about today. <laughs> That's where I know the Chechnyans from. I guess. I don't know that Chechnya still exists necessarily. Maybe, well, let's Google it. Well. You keep talking, I'm going to keep Googling. Please do. So... Also, I'm just going to be drunker as this episode goes on. Because this is the episode that Zane gets drunker. Because <laughs> this is the episode where I tell you more than I normally do about what's about to happen. He's describing the room. It's small. It's green. We've established that. The walls are white. <laughs> the couch wall- is brown. One wall is white. Three walls are green. In an order that might surprise you. <laughs> so this time was a little different because... There were some outspoken individuals in the DMV. <laughs> I showed up around mm, 3, 3.30 on probably Monday, which I think was part of my mistake because they're closed Saturday, Sunday, right? And so month's getting ready to end. Probably should have gone in earlier. Zane's laughing at jokes and not listening to my story. It's Go ahead. It's not a joke. Okay. Well, is this it is Chechnya? Real. Yeah. What about it? So I look up Chechnya. Sure. It's spelled with a Y-A, of right. course, because it's Russian, not right. an well, I-A. It's Chechnya. Uh, so it's the Chechen Republic, commonly referred to as Chechnya, is a federal subject of Russia. Okay. Located in the North Caucasus Mountains, if you didn't Classic know. Classic Caucasus. Uh, situated in the southernmost part of Eastern Europe. Okay. It's in the North Caucasus in the southernmost part of Eastern Europe. Wrap your head around that I thought one. you said Western Europe. Yeah, I thought you said Weast. But I go, people also, I, I scroll down. Sure. And it says people also search for Dagestan, D-A-G-E-S-T-A-N. Okay. Uh, the next one, Ingushetia. Pretty classic search. I-N-G-U-S-H-E-T-I-A. Ingushetia. Tartarstan. Tartarstan? Tartarstan. T-A-T-R. A store that was thriving in SpongeBob's T-A-T-A-R-S-T-A-N. Tartarstan. Tartarstan. I can't even pronounce that one. M-A-K-H-A-C-H-K-A-L-A. Makakalam. God Makakalam. Makakalam. Yeah, these places that don't exist. (laughs) Well, you never settled if Chechnya does exist or not. Like you said, it's like a province or whatever. Cabardino Balkaria. (laughs) Guys, this is the part where you will learn about. But yes, Chechnya exists. Central Europe. It's like a. It's like a republic of. It's like it's like our uh, fucking. Puerto Rico, but they oh. it's, it's it's attached but to them and they probably locked. treat them better. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. I said it. This is the part where we get political. Um. So so there were some very outspoken individuals. Oh, good. At the DMV, and again, it's a cross section of the city. Everybody goes there. It's whatever. You have to. In no way is this like a oh geez, let's look down on these people. Right. However, <laughs> I'm about to. But look, right, but it's not that I'm not going to look down on them a but. little bit. So I'm sitting there. And 
I didn't know this. For whatever, they closed the door at 4.30. Yeah, they're open till 5. They right. stop giving out tickets at 4.30. Right, and they're like, take care of everybody who's in there. That's but like, another DMV secret, I yeah, know. Yeah, you get a free one. Everybody gets one, okay? Everybody gets one. So I'm sitting there, and Zane's going to go ahead and pour himself another beer. All over the desk. Who are you, me? Look at that shit pour. And so there. He, uh, I'm like sitting there, and all of a sudden, I hear these like conversations going on behind me. And normally it's, you know, it's whatever. It's a small room. There's like 50 or 60 people in there at all given times, apparently. Right. And so it's like, it's fine. I'll deal with it. I have headphones. I can, you know, play my little game or whatever on my phone, check Twitter, do all that stuff. But this time was different. Okay. The first realization I had was that old people who grew up with phones, way better at just randomly socializing with people. But not necessarily in a way that is like conducive to you wanting to listen to it. Right. Some old lady named Janet is going to be way better at just starting up a conversation with an old man named Frank than I ever will. Yes. I'm not going to say I'm envious of that position. Right, because then you have to talk to people. Right, and I'm not that. looking to do that. I don't need that. But this is where it started, and I think had this not happened, would have been a pretty regular trip. Yeah. But behind me were was a large, large man. Right. And his slightly smaller son, but still large. <laughs> And I think then I know this, who like, you're about. old, oh, probably. It's a small place. And so, and then, like, an old, kind of dusty woman. And so, like, not gross dusty, but definitely, no, like, just, just old enough to be dusty. She's dusty. She's an old lady. Right. I get it. No. <laughs> so, no, not like that. I don't think. And so you so, said, and so I said, what's, <laughs> what's, what's happening? <laughs> so. We're, we're sitting. People are gonna be so sick of this when I like don't have a good ending to this story because it's like not that great. But, they should know by now. Yeah, you, you should know better. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah, over fifteen hundred downloads, you guys. Thanks so much. So sitting there and they're talking about you know whatever uh, Jimmy on the farm or some shit, Jenny but they're from talking the like they know each other, right? And I know for a fact that they don't, right? Which is automatically kind of a red flag because you to watch me. them meet, right? Because they like got a ticket directly before me. <laughs> And this is, like, packed at the DMV to where it's, like, you got to sit in that, like, neutral zone between right. people. Like, all the seats are taken up, and then you got to pick the least smelly and or intrusive people to sit next to. Good. Because you're going to be sitting directly next to somebody. Right. You're sitting You're sitting fat guy on an airplane with somebody. Totally. Good. And so, betw- like... Excuse me, fat person on an airplane with somebody. Right. It's 2018. Yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> next to me is, like, we're facing the door, so I at least have, like, some entertainment. Of the random people coming in, people getting confused of like, where's this court? I lost my letter. I have no idea where I'm supposed to be. I just know I'm supposed to be here. And like, I have that going on, which is exciting. And it kind of allows me to ignore what's going on behind me. Next to me is like a either, you know, military service contractor or like, uh, you know, probably not active service, but like somebody who was clearly a part of either a police force or a military. Right. He has kind of like fatigues or whatever. And like a military ID he like had on the back of his phone. You can barely see him. Yeah, totally invisible. Yeah. Almost sat on him. And he said, excuse me, sir, but I freed this country. And I said, I'm par- pardon me. Sorry. Didn't my see disrespect. you there. And he said, desert storm, bitch. <laughs> and I said, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so it took me by surprise, too. So, he said, desert storm, bitch. I'm not, it wasn't polite. But anyway. Maybe so, not, may so not, maybe not verbatim. But then these large gentlemen are sitting behind us. And they are talking just as la- or just as largely as they exist, right? Which is to say, quite, quite a bit. <laughs> but it goes from like pretty regular topics. Like it, it was so strange because there was. Never and they're talking more... with this dusty lady. 
Well, Dusty Lady ends up getting her ticket called. And so she's kind of like, well, gentlemen, it was so great to meet you. Like, all this stuff. You know, polite old lady stuff. Yeah. And so... She goes up and does her thing and gets the t- the license and they're out of there. And then there's this woman who I think is with them, but like there's never more than three. Or the, there's never more than two of them sitting at one time. Right. Because there's three chairs, all three could sit, but like the lady walks out. She's like, I gotta go check on the parking. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. And so yeah. she walks out. And then they're talking about like uh, farms and uh, fencing and whatever and I'm like okay rural folks that's yeah. fine she comes back in and she's wearing like a five guys shirt and she's kind of like hey so Doug is like super pissed and he has no idea what we're doing and then the kid leaves but he's probably like 25 he walks in and he's like I just saw this guy walking around and he was yelling at everybody but he's also yelling inside the DMV <laughs> so everyone has to listen to him and so eventually it gets to the point where they kind of trade off the main guy never leaves he just is opinioning and opinioning and opinioning not unlike this podcast and so um, where it comes to a head is the kid comes back and by like 40 minutes have gone by at this point and I'm just like okay. I'm too far in to not or to put my headphones in and ignore what's going to happen because the kid's getting more and mad or more mad and mad about this dude outside the courthouse right because like, there are always crazy people always outside crazy the people and like fine whatever by their own accord or others sure but it, like from what I could gather it wasn't that this dude was like accosting people he was just like talking to himself a little too loudly. Right. Ironic given the situation. Right. And so this dude comes in and he must have been near their car or something because I can't figure out why he was so upset about it. But he's like, I, where it turned was, I can't fucking believe that police in this city aren't doing shit about this. That's their job. I mean, fuck the police, right? And I've never seen another human being bristle so immediately <laughs> than this clearly some form of military and or policeman next to me. He was like playing this little geometry game or whatever. Right, keeping and his fucking strong. Head straight up, doesn't turn, but like it's almost like his ears popped off and just fucking rotated back to like <laughs> initiate what was going they on. He turned over. Because he heard enough of fuck the police and not like in a fun rap way, but like right. in like a, oh <laughs> no. Fun rap way. I'm not saying that the context for that was fun either. I'm going to go ahead and take back fun rap way. Yes. You know, Entertaining rap way. Yeah, that's probably There's the word, word you're looking for. <laughs> I don't know that the things that NWA was going through at that time were necessarily <laughs> fun by any stretch of the imagination. They were coming straight from the underground. Right. So, so, <laughs> so this boy had come straight from the dirt because okay. he was not clean. From the mud and the blood and the beer. Right. A hundred percent. His name was Sue. It was a guy who you'd assume really liked the police, right. but not necessarily <laughs> for the right reasons. You know, like, and so. So, like, not that they had necessarily helped him. So me and they, Dad were walking down the street the other day. I saw a police find a meth head. Man, totally. let me tell you what. Thank God for the police. Yeah, exactly. It's that guy. So they're talking, and this dude just won't stop saying it. He's like, I just think it's bullshit. I think the cops need to do their fucking job. And then, like, the dad chimes in or whatever, and he's like, I drive by Krispy Kreme three times a day, which immediately throws off, like, seven red flags for me. Yo. Except it brings one back down, because I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> and then, Why wouldn't you? Right. Look into this dude. I'm like, okay, get it. Sure. But he, I'm not here to shame this guy. Keep for, the calorie count high. Right, I understand. Not, here, enjoy your donuts. That's fine. Free country. But maybe choose your words carefully, especially in a government choose building. Choose wisely. So... This guy ends up, like, getting his dad in on it, too. The woman's kind of walking in and out or whatever. It's fine. So she was with them? I guess. Like, tangentially, sure. Okay. Somehow she was related to them. Okay. 
And she was their mom. And so finally, it gets to the point where this dude's like, I see those fucking cops sitting at Krispy Kreme three times a day, and they always have a different donut. It's like, what the fuck do we pay you for? Not to eat donuts, fucking pigs. And this dude is just like, his shoulders are through his forehead, and he's just like, <laughs> like trying to keep it together. And then their number gets called. And they walk up, and you feel like the whole bench lift off, so everybody's kind of startled. Oh, right. And this is the cop's chance to just turn. And I have never seen an icier glare than this man. I was like, if murder were legal, this would probably do it. Right now. This might be the end for these folks. And they're here just trying to get their license and talk loudly about their opinions, which, hey, apparently you can do. Right. It's a free country. Who am I to say that they're wrong or right or whatever? I can vehemently disagree across the board, but- I also won't vehemently disagree at full volume, surrounded by strangers, except yeah. for on this podcast. Props to that guy. No, totally. Props he to that it, guy for kept keeping his cool, I think regardless that's what of how uncool he was. I was there for over an hour, Yeah. and I didn't put in my headphones one time. Yo. I barely checked any sort of thing on my phone. Yo. I was just so captivated by what, like, first that the old people were talking, whatever, because there's always some conversation going on. Right. But it's always kind of like the general, like... And every once in a while, you'll hear a word pop through, but instead it was like, like yeah, so anyway, I was seeing these fucking cops drive by, and I can't believe it. I'm like, I rolled by, and I was like, hey, do your fucking job, and the guy flipped me off. Like, what the hell, dude? And I'm like, yeah, duh, he's going to flip you off. Nobody's going to deal with that. If somebody drove by my office and was like, hey, fuck you, do more law job stuff, dweeb, I would have been like, oh, lick me, for sure, you know? Not that either one of us deserved that scenario, but I can't say that that's how I wouldn't react. <clears throat> so that this cop was able to keep it like super cool and casual, even right. though he had a burning inferno inside of his chest right. the entire hour. You know, if, if it happens, it does. Big props to that guy. Big tunes. So that was my DMV experience. Wow. That's, Just a lot of hatred from a group crazy. I didn't expect it from. <clears throat> that's crazy. Very crazy. But... What else are you expecting at well, the lived. county courthouse? Yeah, you know. Yeah, let's let's uh let's let's take a second, Please. to describe the county courthouse it's because beautiful. I feel like it's an enigma mm -hmm. <clears throat> within this city. It's white so sandstone. It's huge and white, and <clears throat> it's like surprisingly big for what it needs to be. Yeah, like a fairly fairly large building placed. Fairly strategically in town with nowhere near enough parking because you oh, can't yeah. park on one side because it's the bus station. And you can't park on the other side. It's the police. Is the police. Right. Two sides of it are technically the police. Uh, they just take up one more than one side, uh, more of one side than sure. the other. Um, but they got it a has lot of cars, this like so it has always had like this beautiful row of trees oh, out yeah. towards the out towards the. Uh, sidewalk like historic and beautiful like giant massive giant trees. giant trees that have been there for years and years and they have this big ass gazebo out in the, the front i think so people sweet. people got married totally. there occasionally All and the stuff then a few years ago people started protesting out it there and uh it was during the occupy movie. yeah it was during the occupy thing Which, whatever, a bunch of people thing. camped sure didn't look good but can't necessarily disagree with them for speaking their minds sure. you're allowed to do that um and then Maybe potentially because of that, and also because everything there was old, right. they decided to renovate all of it. Not the building, right? Just the yard. For and like two so, years. yeah, like two and a half years of the whole complex being fenced off and it being dirt and gravel 
and not nice and you couldn't sit there and they had people on patrol because there are a lot of transient people who like to hang out there because there are a lot of benches right. and there was shade right. and, and now they sold not. their jewelry around the corners. <laughs> they're jirly. Yeah. So now they finally put in all new sod. All new trees. They put in all new tiny trees. They're very little. And it is gorgeous. Oh, it's super. I like. Like, not I, the same kind of right. shade, but it's really no, nice. No, I pulled up and I was like, oh, yeah, shit, this is what it used to look like. Yeah. It's like, it's like great there. It has a rotunda inside. It does. Shout out to Ro- Guys, this week's episode is sponsored by rotundas. And uh, Tyler, can you give a quick definition on the fly of rotunda? Yeah, guys, rotundas are big parts in a building. You know the ones. They're yeah. circular. They sit under a domed ceiling. Yeah, it's like where sometimes They normally have is. a compass yeah. on the floor. Not an accurate yeah. one necessarily, but sure, it's why like, not? It's like the page master. The library has a rotunda. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the dragon eats him. What are you talking? Are you? How Have drunk you ever seen the in? Disney movie The Page Master? No, not no. Sanctuary, this, sanctuary. I, yeah, this fucking it's Macaulay Culkin, I think. Um, um, and he goes to the library for a book and fucking, fucking falls and hits his head. Oh, and so he's has in this fucking protocol. trippy ass nightmare where he goes into a book and then becomes friends with books Whoa, and fights what? a fucking dragon. Whoa. and learns about being brave and then rides home and sleeps in his treehouse. Spoiler mm. alert! But it came out in the nineties. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't. Maybe I'm not gonna watch it now. No, it's fucking. It's pretty good. Um, I I don't know where I was gonna go with that. That's bad because this is a podcast. Yeah. So no, I was just I was just talking about. That I have a movie. bit I want to bring back, but I want to bring it back a little later. Okay. I just talked well, for a whole big wait. chunk of time. We can People wait. Are sick of me. Um, let me let me see what happened to me this week. What did happen? Uh, Sing with him, tell us what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> well, you ever you ever know about that thing where uh, where your body just isn't what it used to be? Oh, all the time. And I'm that's, not that's talking my daily existence. I'm not talking like like what you necessarily look like. Sure, but how it re- reacts. Absolutely. To stuff. Every day of my life, I have that. So, um. Last, I've been lifting with my brother, and if anybody knows my brother, he's an absolute animal. He's strong as fuck. He's he's like mm-hmm. trying to go to the Olympics and shit. What's his name, Nicholas? Because he's the strongest boy in the world. Yeah, and uh, he used to work out. He still does, but he also used to. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciated it. Anyway, so he was like, yo, you want to get yoked this summer? And I was like, yes. yeah. I always want to get yoked. I'm just not motivated. And he was like, okay. In stark contrast to how I feel. So so, uh, we decided to start going to the gym and stuff. So we went for a couple weeks and took it easy. You got to get your body acclimated a little bit. And then we did our first hard leg day. Okay. Now, let me me tell you that this was last Monday. Sure. Not like six days ago Monday, like a week ago, and then some more almost a second week ago Monday. That's too many weeks. So we did a heavy leg day, and hey, one of my one of my like life things, like I was pretty pretty strong sure. at the end of high school, yeah, and yeah. then I like competed in college and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I lifted oh, consistently. Zane, both former professional but, football college athletes. Yeah, you know, you know how you it know is. the type. You, you know, know the how types. it is. You know, you know how it is. Um, and so I've always like told myself that I'm gonna Sterling's never gonna pass me. Sure. In leg strength. How's that going? Well, here's the thing. He does a lot of different lifts that I've never necessarily done before. Sure, Swedish lift me up. Yes, exactly. Pick me up and throw me downs and spin me all the way around. Pomeranian hoopty doos. Yes, those are my favorite. So we did a bunch of this shit. Glute and, explosions. Uh, of course, I'm not gonna go easy, so I go pretty fucking hard for leg day. Right. 
which fine if it was just leg day the next day at work right i climbed a ladder probably 200 times Humble that's not brag. an exaggeration <laughs> that's just what it was that day sure. like you I had, had a to, lot of ladders i had so or much one ladder, ladder to work. climb a lot <laughs> yeah it was one ladder that i was carrying around and climbing so many times oh must be hard so i did you. that all day that's then very difficult i went and played a soccer game yeah okay so uh not only am i sore from leg day and ladder day I went and ran for 70 minutes. Oh, humble, Brad. <laughs> so that night, I go to bed. Right. It's like 10, 15 when I fell asleep. Oh, I went no. to bed probably 10. Right. Managed to fall asleep fast. Sure. 10.45. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> you almost took down the walls in this room. Literally, the walls shook when you made that noise. I can only imagine what people's eardrums will do. <laughs> Guess who wakes up with a... The gnarliest hamstring cramps oh, in yuck. both hamstrings no, thanks. at the same time. Okay, uh, Rose and I, our room is in the basement, right? And uh, so I'm not gonna lay on the floor. There's spiders. I know oh, that lots for of a spiders fact. For sure, right? uh, so I had to get myself all the way up the stairs oh, no. to stretch out oh, on the floor God. upstairs. <laughs> what the fuck? Holy moly! I've never felt so disabled in my life. Did you look like that cat that has like the neural issue, so it can't run straight? Yo, it just tumbles all over yeah, the place. Yeah, it was like, brutal. Except, I like except, drug myself up right, the stairs. Except that cat's having a good time because it's like yeah. not in pain, I was and you're not in like excruciating a good time. pain. So then Wednesday comes around, right. normal day of work, fairly active at work, uh-huh. but I'm sore as shit from the day before. <laughs> Thursday comes, right. I have another soccer game, Oh God! and uh, shouldn't have played as much as I did, but I did, oh, and uh, then I stayed sore. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you, for so sure. At this point, I'm like, okay, I'm done with shit for the week. Uh, yeah, my body's going to get a chance to catch up. I didn't really do anything other than work on Friday, sure. sat in the car a lot on Saturday because I was driving, uh, drank some beer Saturday night at a right. f- family reunion, and then Sunday, my cousins were like, Zane, when are we going climbing on the rocks? Oh, no. And I was like, give me a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to need forever. So. Uh, the rocks are too wet right now, which is legit. They're right. granite. Slippery. Granite, when it's dry, Excuse is me. the friendliest shit to climb on, not to your skin, but to your shoes. Sure. Uh, when it's wet at all, right. like if you breathe on it it's too heavy, to you're going to fucking fall off of it. Um, and so I pushed it off as long as possible. Right. And then ended up having to go climbing. Yeah, how'd that go? Oh, it was rough. Well, it yeah. It sucked. That's a, like, I like the, here's the thing with climbing, right? I love it. Climbing's really cool. And, and I enjoy bouldering. it. Like, it wasn't like real climbing. No, sure. But, but here's my f- dilemma is that I, I, I haven't gone in a while because of what happened as a kid. But when I would go, like, went to a hippie school, and so we got to go do a bunch of cool yeah. outdoor stuff. And so there's a bunch of weird stories from that. Like, one time we went kayaking, and this kid who went to NYU later in life and, like, turned out to be a pretty good guy. Good uh, for him. Let himself get bit by a water snake while we were kayaking, and then got home and stapled his finger just to see which one hurt more. Yo, yeah. I, dude, I know. It was, like, crazy. And I'm so not I'm like, gonna finish my story, because what the fuck? Dude, that's, like, a crazy thing, right? But we got to go bouldering all the time. Nice. It's humble fun. brag. Sorry. Oh, you kicked my foot. We're playing yeah, footsie you're, now. You're so, welcome. you're welcome, audience. This is the fanfic you wanted. Um, so <laughs> that nobody asked for. Um, so <laughs> we were climbing up, and it was like this, like pretty average. Well, it's it's intro stuff. It's yeah. like get you exposed to all yeah. this. And so here's a rock. Right. Get on top. Of and it. so it was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> pioneers used to ride these babies for miles. <laughs> and so. <laughs> 
Anyway. The Krusty Krayl Pizza is the pizza for you and me. So, I could climb rocks really well. Right. I could not climb down rocks well. That's fair. Here's the idea for those of you who haven't been rock climbing with like a belay system is you've got a belay buddy. Right. And they're holding your rope. can hopefully hold your weight. Right. Here's hoping. These are like children too. So like horrible idea. Right. But you climb up. And you say like on, or like something first, and then you eventually go on belay, and they go belay on, and then you go uh, climb ready, or then the like, climb, climb on. on, and then you yeah. go, and then you start moving. Yeah, that's right, fucking rock climbers. I know you're. Yeah. Woo! So, uh, Rick Flair. <laughs> that's how we lure them in. We talk real quiet and then scream into the microphone. So, <laughs> so <laughs> don't yuck. <laughs> So, I like that you're doing all the things that I normally do, and then I'm like repulsed by them. I'm Gross. like, you, yeah, you sick freak. Um, so I would climb up. I, I'd go climb. They'd go climb on, and I'd be like, fuck yeah, and just like zoom up that shit. But then when you're at the top, you don't climb back down necessarily. Down backwards. You lean back off the like. You take your hands off the rock. The most unnatural thing in the world. Yeah. And then you're supposed to bounce, and they like slowly let you down. As you jump. As you jump off the side of the cliff yeah. and like slowly it's rappel down. Yeah. This Fuck reminds me of another story. That. 100%. So I would get to the top of the rock really fast. Right. And then I'd either have to climb all the way and hike like 15 Two minutes down. Now. Like yeah. it wasn't even that it was. you had to go around. It wasn't that high of a rock. I had to like scale a few other mountains just to get back to the camp. <laughs> or I would just sit there. I was like eight. I would like sit there and just cry. Yeah, just that's fair. full tears, like third, fourth grade. That's fair. Scramble up this rock like nobody's business, and then just sob at the top. Yeah, I would. Uh, so I did similar camps. Sure. And uh, that was back when I was young and reckless. <clears throat> and uh, so I, I, I was pretty. I was also way taller than everybody, so I could just reach stuff that other people couldn't. Right. Like, oh, we don't have the same handholds, and I'm like, well, it sucks like, to suck. And I was more comfortable then with rappelling and like jumping off the edge and sure. just bouncing down. I had this uh, instructor though, no idea who this guy was at, at this point in my life now. <laughs> just a stranger but out in the woods. Some with you. some dude. Sure. And his go to was you'd like get stuck right. and he'd be like, There's a handhold. Yeah, it's yeah, you gotta move your hand, then you gotta put your foot you gotta bring your foot up. Sometimes you have to put your foot in your ear and stand on it. No. And he wanted you to like what? put your foot like close to your head. Were you at Cirque du Soleil like, camp? Right? <laughs> I'm like, first of all, not that flex I was real flexible as a little right. kid. I could do the splits for a long ass time. Brag. Um couldn't do that. Okay. He's like, every time he'd be like, put your foot in your ear and stand on it. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what that means. First of all, stop yeah, saying no it. No one knows what that means. And That's second a of crazy all, thing it's to a say. real difficult climb and I'm coming down. Absolutely. So there's that. Well, uh, that sucks. Also, uh, we do high rise for work and I'm going to try to say this so we don't get in trouble. Sure. Just in case it ever comes down to it. Yeah. Uh, we take a lot of time to be like OSHA compliant and right. um, all the stuff we need to do to do our jobs properly and safely and like everything, right. you know, right. we're You're insured, doing your job like well. everything. Uh, I went off the side of the building and uh-huh. it, about halfway down, 
figured out my equipment was faulty. Pass. Halfway down from an eight-story an eight story drop. Definite pass. That's all I'll say. I made it down fine. It's, it's cool. On your face, I ordered, right? I ordered new equipment, and it's it's all good. Safety's great. Um, but it's crazy to me what that you fuck? trust like little oh, tiny rope. pieces of metal right? and ropes to fucking get you off. We have this cable. Did you say to get you off? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know this what that was. This rope's so hot. Um, so we have this piece of cable, and it's maybe a 10, 12-foot piece of cable. Sure. Right? Doesn't look like much, but it's okay. like braided cable. It's rated at like 20,000 pounds. You can like just tie it around something and then hook a carabiner, what? which is also rated at another like You're four right. kilonewtons I... or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Shut up, kilonewtons. Um, <laughs> and like just hang 80 feet in the air off the side of a building right. on this one cable and one, <laughs> well, I guess technically five carabiners. Kilonewtons is my t- favorite 90s right. rap band. <laughs> kilonewtons. Um, hey, yo, what up? It's us, Killer Newtons. Yeah, and you you just trust that, and you just do it. No, totally. That's like and the scariest thing in the world. you windows on your way, apparently. Right. Um. Anyway, so that was scary. But I'm sorry back to my you. shitty story Please. about about my, my body not liking me. So my I climbed body. some rocks. I climbed some rocks, and then I immediately got in the car and went for another drive. Oh, God. All the way back to town. Right, so you're and cramping up. I'm, I'm not feeling great. You're crampy. Um, Monday, normal. Tuesday, another soccer game. Sure. Uh, whose quad didn't feel great that soccer game? I'm gonna guess yours. Uh, who shouldn't have played? Probably me. You. Who did play? You, me. Go ahead I don't know it. if you've done much sports, audience. <laughs> I know Tyler's done much sports. Yeah, get fucked, audience. But when, Do more sports. When, <laughs> when part of your body doesn't feel good, you compensate. Oh, totally. For other par- with other parts of your body. <laughs> right. So guess who ended up with a strained groin? Oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> Yikes. So that night I'm just fucking crippled laying in bed. Right. Didn't cramp. Well, that's uh, see, that's a plus. Like, yes, it hurts, but there's nothing worse than a cramp because, like, oh, you start man. bucking around like a fucking bronco and just Like you have berserk. fucking demons. Yeah. So, okay. Glad you brought that up. We can chat about that in a sec. Because uh, I don't know that I've talked about my ghost history here. Oh, man. I, also, I just want to give a rest in peace to the Missoula dancing guy. Man, fuck that. Actually, like, as dance. a very serious thing. He, he died the, dancing and... Uh, he died doing what he loved, which is it's which like is the great. most somber shit of all time. Yeah. I didn't mean to like no, bring totally it straight brings there. The loot to, it's fine because I have... having some demons. I have an Amazon review that'll really <laughs> t- turn the tides here in a few minutes, but... Oh, is it for Tide Pods? <clears throat> no. Good snake. Uh, no, we'll see. So, okay. but for those of you who don't know, Missoula has this thing every summer. It's called... Uh, out to lunch yeah and it's in this little park it's by the river it's like very beautiful and you go and there's local food vendors and all this food stuff vendors, and there's live musicians music. it's great and so missoula's not a huge town like no. at most ninety thousand people like when school's yeah. in normally around like 70 maybe yeah i don't know i mean we're growing whatever well I mean, but school's dropping yeah, yeah so right 90 and 70 still about um so there's this couple who has been there Time Years. eternal, as far as I'm concerned. As long as I've been alive. Right. No, same here. And so their thing, they're kind of just, you never, I never saw them outside of that context. No. Not once. I guess but, they were very normal people outside of that context. But they would dance. I already drove like, a Corvette. What? No way. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. So they would show up to this out to lunch and just wiggle. 
They'd also do Downtown Tonight. Oh, right, which is the Thursday which night, which is the, the night version night. of Yeah, it's the out same to lunch. thing. It's like out to dinner, but it's called Downtown Tonight. Right. And so you would go, and it's always like these beautiful summer nights and all this stuff, and it's like very nice. Summer. And there's these summer nights. Um, everybody's dance, feeling sexy, including right. these people who are dancing a whole bunch. But they're so sweet. They're like, this, there's a couple, I don't know. They're they, just minding their own business. Right. And, and they would keep themselves just and just kind of dance away and but like they free had spirits. the weirdest dance moves. No, they were very like, weird. That's why you noticed. I them. know in the band community, like, like Missoula Symphony, right, community, right, right. they referred to the guy as Top Shelf because okay. he had this move like he was reaching for something he totally on the Top did. Shelf. It was like he and was doing was the like grocery his cart. Signature. But like, yeah, it was like he was shooting the three pointer, but not good. Oh, yeah. It was, it was getting wet up top. <laughs> right. So. Anyway, so he died dancing at one of the things. And it wasn't like some horrible, tragic thing. He had like a cardiac arrest and just yeah, kind of like slowly like, went he was down. pushing 80. But it's like, like, what the fuck? That's the yeah, saddest that's, thing in the world. So RIP Dancing tragic. Man. So. Um, having demons. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so back to being anyway, possessed. Uh, so today came around and I sure. played again on a string going and okay. uh, bum quad. And my body hates me. Like, if I don't stop doing everything for a week. Bum quad is my week, favorite fruit. Bum quad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, man. Pass me the bumquad. Pass me the bumquad. <laughs> I think bumquad is what those Jamaican folks are listening to at those dance parties that get bumquad. Turn up the bumquad. Where it's basically, <laughs> I like those videos. I think they come out of Jamaica primarily. Yeah. And it's dance parties, but it looks like they're having wheelbarrow races, like yeah. sexual ones. They just and fucking fucking bomb crazy. people off the it's top. It's like they're doing yeah. wrestling moves on the dance floor. Oh, yeah. It's out of control. I don't remember what it's called, but there's a specific called, name for it's it. It's called Bumquad. It's called Bumquad. <laughs> if it didn't have a name, now it's Bumquad. 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 Bum, 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 uh, bum. Also, if you say bacon and beer can with a Jamaican accent, they sound the same. Yeah. yeah. Beer can. Beer can. <laughs> Go on, man. Pass me the beer can. So there's okay. that. Guys, it's been your fun fact of the day. Uh, that and uh, Rise Up Lights. Rise Up Lights. <laughs> In <laughs> an Australian. Kiss me the Rise Up Lights. That's uh, Razor Blades or Rise Up Lights. Which is funny because like it gets close, but it's definitely like Rise Up Lights and Rise Up Lights. <laughs> Good evening, governor. I'd like to buy some Rise Up Lights. <laughs> it's a fucking gringo accent. <laughs> Oi, man. <laughs> I don't know why I went with Cholo instead of Gringo. Hey, man. Dude, I was listening to old podcasts yesterday, like today. Good. Humble brag. Um, and fucking the funniest bits we do are when we try and do accents, including right now. Hey, is they give me those rice up lights, man. Give me those rice up lights. Go ahead and give me those rice up lights. I don't like it. <laughs> This has been the part where we offend people. It hurts my heart. This has been the part where we aren't culturally sensitive. So, <laughs> saying, well, this reminds me. I have a Amazon here uh, review here. Oh, this bring it a, back. A classic bit. Bring it back. Bring, bring, it, bring back. it back. So I'm bringing it back. Good. Amazon reviews is back for at least one episode. Good. Guys, this week's product is Passion Natural Water-Based Lubricant, 55 <laughs> gallons of it. Yes. It's got a four-star rating on Amazon. 322 customer reviews and 46 answered questions. That's so many. How do people have that many questions about a gallon of lube? Although, it is a gallon. Well, I mean. Guys, let me tell you a little bit about this project. Amazon It comes in a beautiful blue industrial jug that definitely has been used in shows like Breaking Bad to boil bodies. So it's not 
It's I'll not show a, it to you. It's, it's not a gallon. It's huge. It's no, no, 55, 55 gallons. gallons of lube. I feel like you just said a gallon. Oh, well, guess what? Multiply that by 55 times. It's like an industrial-sized vat of water-based lubricant. About the product, it says the ultimate lube keg, like there's more than one. And it's, why would you call it a keg? It doesn't say the best value, it just says best value. Ooh. And a lube pump is included. Wow. For pumping it out. For schlicking it on. <laughs> for for slapping that baby up. For getting slimy with your friends. I hate every bit of the thing that you just did. So... <laughs> Guys, this week's review comes to us from James O. Thatch. Thanks, James. He gave it a five-star review. Good. His review is titled, Backyard Carnival of Death. Sounds great. Is he part of Nitro Circus? We're about to find out. He says, I'm a risk analyst for a major insurance firm. So when my wife and I were planning a birthday party for our seven-year-old Crispin, my mind naturally turned to liabilities. Also, shout out people named Crispin. Totally. Absolutely. It's a great name. I've only met cool fucking Crispin. I've literally never met a Crispin. It sounds like a made up name. We settled on the theme of a backyard carnival, complete with a swing set, a trampoline, merry-go-round, and a giant slip and slide. So I carefully inspected the equipment for safety. It all seemed sound. We have a home on the bluff overlooking the ocean. Fake. As it happened, <laughs> fake and gay. As it happened on the day of the party, our neighbors were trimming their ficus trees. We heard the sound of their wood chipper buzzing occasionally from the other side of our tall hedge. Humble brag. It was a little er irritating, but not disruptive. The party started off wonderfully. A A clown we'd hired made balloon animals. Crispin eagerly opened his presents, and all the children enjoyed cake and fruit punch. The weather was mild, the skies clear. It seemed like a perfect day. Then we brought out the slip and slide. Fuck. Now, the problem with these water slides in, is what we call in the trade distributed water deficiency zones, or in layman's terms, dry spots. Now, if a child hits one of these, it can put the brakes on the fun and send them sliding down a path of medical claims, contusions, concussions, lacerations, abrasions, whiplash, backrash, and disc impaction. And that's just for starters. Holy shit. From there, it's a slippery slope towards major litigation. Ah! Good joke. To avoid even the remote possibility of such injuries, I invested in this 55-gallon drum of water-soluble personal lubricant. The idea being that children could enjoy the slide in complete safety, then wash off in the hose before their parents came to retrieve them. And their parents would still go, hmm. Hmm. With that in mind, I dipped each child into the vat before allowing them to queue up for the slide. The slip and slide- the creepiest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't love that. The slip and slide itself performed admirably, as did the lubricant. That- in fact, was the problem. Now, due to the slight downhill gradient of our yard, the children built up so much speed that they skidded across the lawn and into a retaining wall at the other end of our property oh, with sufficient force that I had to put an end to the activity. I endeavored to roll up the mat. No easy task, as the lawn surrounding the slide itself was now lubricated, and I struggled to maintain my footing. When I looked up from my labor, I grasped for the first time the scope of the liabilities I had unleashed. A horde of extremely well-lubricated seven-year-olds hyped up on sugar and desperate for fun. Yo. I saw young Eliza Gimmelman climb onto the trampoline. <laughs> she began jumping, but the pad soon became so slick that she lost all control. Oh, her no. wild flailing unfortunately fell into harmonic synchronization with the motion of the springs, propelling her ever higher until she soared above the trampoline safety enclosure, over the hedge, and into the neighbor's yard. There came a ghastly grinding sound, and I could she tell from the, the crimson plume that followed, it would be a total loss. 
Twins Jeremy and Mason Lafferty were on the swing set. Having attained the swing's full range of motion, they were apparently having difficulty holding on. At that point, the swings became human catapults. Mason separated on the backswing, arcing over the roof of our home towards the street beyond. I surmised that from the screeching tires, car horns, and screams of horror that he was also unrecoverable. Wow. A terrified Jeremy soon lost his grip as well, sailing forward over the bluff and plummeting 300 feet down into the ice-cold, shark-infested waters of the San Francisco Bay. He just fucking died. An open claim, but not promising. The rest of the children were clinging to the merry-go-round. Having just witnessed the violent deaths of at least two of their playmates, they were no longer in the mood for fun. Okay. However, the lubricant had dripped from their glistening bodies, yuck, into the central cog, (laughs) allowing it to spin far faster than was designed to. And this, likely combined with other factors, their relative weight distribution, the slight incline of the ground, caused the motion to become self-sustaining, and the centrifugal force built upon itself until they became a blurry, screaming disc of human suffering. Then, they began to fly off like cannonballs. Wow. Martin Duckworth was the first to go causing significant structural damage to our greenhouse. So rude. Lisa Aurelio shattered a line of ceramic garden gnomes, and Ethan Green slammed into our Audi Q7, humble brag, so hard that it had to be written off, as tragically did he. Several other children left what looked like a gingerbread man indentations on the siding of our home. It was terrifying, to say the least. When the wheel finally came to a stop, there was only one child aboard. As luck would have it, it was our own beloved Crispin, huddled in the center of the merry-go-round, weeping. My wife, my wife ran to him and hugged him with all the might of a relieved, traumatized parent. A little too hard as it turned out. Lubricated as he was, he shot out from her arms like a wet bar of soap, <laughs> up 15 feet in the air, landed on the trampoline, and then soared in a half gainer over the edge into the wood chipper. Since then, I've asked myself a thousand times, is there anything I could have done differently? But in the end, no actuary table could have predicted this bloodbath. I can only conclude that this was an act of God, and that, to me, is truly terrifying because we're not covered by that. <laughs> so go ahead and check out Passion Natural Water-Based Lubricant, guys. If you need 55 gallons of lube for a fun afternoon with your pals, I'm going to recommend this. Four out of five stars. Wow. They talked wow. about ghastly screams. That reminds me, uh, I'm horribly afraid of ghosts. Yes. I know this seems like a strange time to bring it up because it's not October. <laughs> but I've been scared of them. We've already been through one Halloween episode. Right, and we don't need another one until at least Spooky, next year. scary skeleton. Dude, I fucking love that gif so much, goddammit. So, ghosts. Zane, what's your... What, are you a ghost guy? Are you not a ghost guy? Are you kind of like, oh, maybe. Or what's Not your, too much of a ghost guy. Like, okay, but explain that. Like, are you like, I don't like them, or I like I don't like the idea of them, or I don't believe in them at all? I don't, I don't really mind them. <laughs> okay, pretty ambivalent. Uh, all right. I can't say that I don't believe in them sure. but i can't say that i have like any definitive evidence that they're around you don't believe in them but you don't not believe in them either right right like i, I respectfully disagree mm-hmm. with them with ghosts, okay. um <laughs> here's a thing that i've realized that might be kind of a crazy move okay you've known me long enough that i'm pretty scared of a lot of stuff all right Recall prior episodes where we've talked about the various times I've been scared, including uh, by a twilight blanket with Jacob the werewolf's face (laughs) on it. Best scream. Easily the loudest I've ever screamed. Um, I mean, just pretty generic stuff. I moved out of a house because there was a spider too big in it one time. Right, right. Like, this is the caliber of individual you're dealing with as far as, like, (laughs) ability to deal with scary shit. So, I used to live up in a little town called Big Fork. And... Ironic. Because of why? A little town called Big Fork. Well, it's a, technically a village, so village humble brag. Um, <laughs> not a joke. I didn't know that there was actually like a, the difference between the like, city, town, and village is apparently like a distinct 
yeah, amount, of, amount people. of people. I have no idea what the village capacity is. Well, let's fucking look it up. It's 2018. I bet we could. My phone's <laughs> at 4%, so I'm going to let you do it. But I lived in a beautiful little village on the lake called Big Fork. Big Fork's cool. It's a seasonal town. People go there for the summer, hang out on Flathead Lake. Shout out Flathead. It, I think the biggest non-man-made freshwater lake this side of the Mississippi. It's huge. It's fucking massive. It's like 29 miles across. So, Pause. while I was up there, what's that? Pause. Please. A village as having between 500 and 2,500 inhabitants. Yeah, I think- In most parts of the world, villages are sell- settlements of people clustered around a central point. Yeah, that's- AKA sounds, the lake. Like, right, yeah. Okay, so it's definitely a village, because I think there's like 2,200 there on average, and then it spikes to like 4,200 in the summer. Right. And so it's beautiful, but it's, like, woodsy and stuff, too. Like, the center of town is, is cool. It's, like, they do a really great Christmas village. Everything's kind of small and, you know, great Christmas handmade village. and all this stuff. Yeah. So I lived in a place that was deep in the woods. Our closest neighbor Way was... Way down pr- yonder. Yeah. Yonder. On the Chattahoochee. Where it gets hotter than, than a hoochie coochie, which is approximately, I don't know what we decided temperature wise on the temperature of a hoochie coochie. I don't remember, but a, a hoochie coochie is a dance. No, I know that, but also we talked about it as a temperature too, because he said it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. And so then that brings into question like dropping it like it's hot. Is is it hotter than a hoochie well, coochie? I think it has to be. You don't want to hold on to it. You might hold on to a hoochie coochie. Drop it like it's hot so long as it's hotter than a hoochie coochie right. is the extended cut of that. Way song. down yonder. So I lived in a place that was wooded and away from people and all this stuff with a friend and their parent and some dogs and some cats and some horses and all this stuff. Cool. So cool place. Great way to spend a summer. And then I was up there in the wintertime visiting and um, they had built an addition and the addition like had power, but it didn't necessarily have lights in it. And so it's like kind of spooky and all this stuff. And this friend like loved scaring me. Right. Favorite thing in the world was to just run up and just torture me because I would scream and she'd always get a reaction. And her mom was like a nice, sweet lady, is still a nice, sweet lady. Oh, yeah. Shout and out. like discouraged it, only met but her once. didn't stop it either necessarily because yeah. it was also funny. And so there was enough weird stuff that went on at like that house. Like there was one day, we had the strangest day in the world. We woke up to the sound of like goats screaming. Okay. Which, if you've never heard a goat make a, not a like a regular goat noise, awful, so scary. Yeah, because they just yell. I mean, goats are little, look like little demon creatures. Pretty much with the sideways eyes and stuff. Yeah, they're kind of cute every once in a while though. So this, we walked out into the pasture or whatever, and I like she's upstairs. I'm in the addition across the house, and we both simultaneously show up at the door and are like, "What's screaming?" And so we walk out. And there's, like, a goat, and it has, like, a little plastic, like, remnants of a chain, like, four plastic chain links. Like, it had been tied up somewhere. But we were, like, a mile away from the closest neighbor, so we have no fucking idea where this goat came from. Weird. And so we kind of, like, take it out of the horse pasture and put it in a different place so it can't get stomped on by the horse, which is obviously upset that there's a goat in its pasture. Right. Then that day we're driving into town. There's a snake in my boot. (laughs) There's a goat in my pasture. There's a rise up line. <laughs> rise up line. So we're driving into town later that day, and there was a guy in a truck towing an RV. Or sorry, he was in an RV towing a truck, towing, towing a, a, boat. a boat. Yeah. Classic. And That's the most Montana shit. And it wiggled a little bit, and then the boat got dumped Holy and shit. launched like 30 feet off the side of the road and fucking exploded. 
Jesus. And then some part of the truck came through and ch- took off a chunk of the RV. And we're like a safe distance behind them. But it's still like, what's happening today? Yeah. And then we went to IHOP because why not compound the weirdness? And there is the dude, like the fucking obviously the creepiest waiter in the world worked there. So this is the kind of stuff I'm used to dealing with. Just like random, unexplainable sort of like, I don't know why this is happening. Bigfoot type things. Sure. Small town, kind of in the country. Village. In the woods. Right. Where's the shaman? Where's the shaman is what you mean to ask. Yeah. Ding dong. So I almost spoiled that whole movie. It's on Netflix (laughs) for people who haven't seen it yet. Um, Anyway. And so. That all, like, happened during summer, but they always talked about, like, ghosts. Like, my friend was, like, a firm believer in ghosts. She was like, I have a friend with, like, ghost hunting equipment. And I was like, that's the dumbest that's crazy. Shit. What a fucking waste of money. Why? But they loved it. They had a great time. And the, the friend who came over with, with ghost stuff was like, oh, definitely ghosts here. And my friend had explained to me enough times, I assumed in trying to scare me that there were, like, definitely ghosts and I had to watch out for them. Oh, and, no. and they're so spooky or whatever. <laughs> And then one day we're sitting up there and, you know, doing whatever, hanging out, watching TV. Yeah. And the kid with the ghost hunting equipment's over. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to prove to you that there's ghosts here. And I'm like, you, there's no way you can. And so we're sitting up here. She has two dogs. One's a big German Shepherd. And one's a little kind of like runty dog. Like, he's great, but he's right. like. Ren and Stimpy. Just, yeah, well, no. <laughs> yeah, generally. I thought you were saying that was their Scoob. names. I'm like. Scoob and Scrap. I'm into that more. And so the German Shepherd was like the most alert dog of all time. Because he was like. You know, allowed to roam alert, around the property. Alert, 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 alert. <laughs> he was allowed to run around the property and do whatever, but he was also a guard dog. And right. so, like, at any hint of anything, he would go crazy. And so, he was dead asleep in the corner, and the little dog's up with us, and like in the other side of the room. And all the stuff they're going through, like the seance or whatever, and talking to the ghosts. And he's like, Oh, there's like nine ghosts up here. And one yeah, of them, yeah, one of them's mean or whatever. And I'm like, This is dumb. I hate this. Whatever. I just want to watch fucking right. SpongeBob or whatever. And all of a sudden he goes, Fine, I'll prove it to you. And he goes, Like, as quietly as possible, goes, Hey, if you're here, I know you don't like, and points, and he points at the, the big dog. Right. He goes, I know you don't like, so prove it. I shit you not, this fucking dog who is like drooling dead asleep, ears straight up, head straight up, starts sniffing. And the kid points again, and the dog like yelps, sprints across the room, and like dives into the corner and won't move for like an hour. Holy and I'm like, shit. I don't know enough to say, in the same boat like you, I don't know enough to say like yes or no. I've had enough sort of experiences to where I'm like, eh, yeah, maybe. That's weird. The other one at this house was we left and again, not near anybody, kind of on a back country road. So it's like, it's a loop, Boo. but it's like a, a mile loop. It's right. like a ways. And so you would see, especially when it snowed, if somebody had walked up, somebody had been around the property, somebody had driven up, whatever. Right. And so it had just snowed. We were in town all day. We came back and um, nothing on the roads, no tire tracks, no anything like that. And we kind of walk in, haha, flip on the light. And inside their kitchen, it was a big open living space. And their kitchen was right in the middle of the house. And they right. had all the cabinets. But all of the cabinets, like the doors, were open, but not like somebody had rifled through them or was like looking for Tupperware just or anything. Just a little open. Like somebody just hadn't taken the time to close them. No, like 100% open. Like, you know, like if you have two cabinet doors that yeah. have like ones like they a right facing door and one's a left, they yeah. meet in the middle. All of the doors in the, in the entire house yeah, were like that. that. Both floors. And I'm like, I'm good. I don't know. And so here's what, like, 
not to try and convince people that there are ghosts or are not ghosts, <laughs> having had enough experience with theoretically paranormal activities, I've now taken it upon myself because of this fucking ghost hunter kid who was like, there's like a bunch of ghosts up here. Most of them are super cool, though. There's like a few obviously not great ones. Right. But for the most part, they're like, no, nah, you guys are fun. Like, hang out, whatever. And so I am under this impression that there are ghosts but that they're kind of just doing whatever. They're not yeah. necessarily have to like get you or spooky or anything, unless you're like rude to them. It's just like a regular person. If I'm the cop at the DMV, but in a ghost scenario, I'm haunting the fuck out of those people. <laughs> but if it's just me, kind of trying to sit there, right? Trying to yeah, donuts. So if right, if it's just me sitting there, I don't think I'm getting haunted by him. Right. But I've been talking with people recently about this because it keeps coming up and i'm like i need a gauge and i maybe you can tell me maybe this will be the poll this week okay is it crazy that when i'm in my house in my house or at a location and i'm talking about ghosts especially if i feel kind of like oogie already right and somebody fucking disses ghosts or is like ghosts aren't real 100 of the time never happening if someone says that genuinely in my heart i need like i'm like compelled to say yeah, but like not all ghosts are like that. <laughs> like I'm the version of the guy at the DMV who like tried to initially be yeah, like, yeah, but not all cops are like that. But with ghosts, bad because happened, because I feel like in the same way, you're probably gonna disagree with me on this. I run up the stairs still. Yeah. Which I think objectively kind of a crazy move. Yeah. <laughs> like you're but right. I do it too. You do it too? Not in my own home I thought you necessarily, get, but especially Why not in my your own home. That's house. exactly where it would happen. Oh, parents' house for sure. I, yeah. yeah, I'm scared of my parents' house 100 percent of the time. Yeah, somebody wrote in the rafters in the basement. It's Fuck very that. It's very inno- no. innocuous. It's not like spooky or anything. No, it but still, it doesn't make me comfortable. No, I don't want any writing anywhere that isn't supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, <laughs> I'm running up the stairs, and here's my thought: if I run up those stairs a hundred times, and I don't get killed a hundred times, well, guess what? I've prevented my murder a hundred times. Yes, you have. There was a Budweiser ad, I think, a few years ago that said superstition's only crazy if it doesn't work. Right. It was and a, that is NFL, the fucking motto. Football yeah. playoffs. People are doing something. all the weird yeah. shit. Guys eating Quino yeah. burgers. Quino. It's like it's quinoa. Yeah. But he's like, I don't know what this Bullite. is. But I ate one last week, a Quino burger, and it worked. The Eagles won. Yeah. And so I gotta keep doing it. He did it. They won the Super Thank, Bowl. This episode is sponsored by Quino. And so Quinoa. So long story short. Same rule applies. If I haven't been murdered by a stabby leg murderer yet running up my well, stairs, guess what? I'm going to keep doing it. Run up your stairs. So, <laughs> because because the one time that I don't and I get stabbed in the legs and it leads to my demise, I'm going to be so fucking mad. I'm so glad you are going to have a demise and not just die like Definitely going to have. If, I, if somebody is hiding, in, if someone's lurking in my basement and fucking, yeah, stabs me in my leg... <laughs> Yes! If that kid stabs me in my legs as I'm just casually taking a jaunt up the staircase and he fucking drags me back down and murders my shit, yeah. I'm going to be upset it's about demise. that. And For sure, totally a demise. a demise. Yeah. Definitely a Definitely demise. demise. There's certain things Possibly. that are assassinations. There's certain things that are fucking horrible deaths. And this is a demise. Definitely a demise. Your fall time. from grace, if you will. And so I think the same rationale applies. Audience, tell me if I'm wrong. That if I'm in a place 
it hurts no one other than maybe me socially when I say, yeah, yeah but, but there's some good ghosts. ghosts too. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'll, I, I'll buy it. I feel like it's not that crazy. I'll buy it. And even if you <clears> don't <throat> do it, who's it hurting? Is right. kind of my nobody. Thought. What what is the one time that I get haunted because a ghost has a misunderstanding with me? Right. I'm gonna be so hurt by that. Right. Like on a bunch of levels. One, because I'm being haunted primarily. But on another, that there was a fundamental misunderstanding that I could have yeah. prevented. Um. So there's this app called Voxer. Sure. It's like a walkie-talkie mm-hmm. you can use back and forth. Okay. Um. And like the craziest ghost story I've ever heard was over Voxer. Pass. I had class with this guy, Mm-mm. and I don't uh, like this. Isn't the Halloween house? Um, he uh, he goes, yeah. So we're pretty sure our house is like fairly haunted. Ugh. It's not like all the time, but some weird stuff happens. <laughs> sure. And uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna show you this Vox. And I was like, okay. He had a chat set up with him and his roommates where right. they just kind of talk shit back and forth right. and whatnot. It's great. Stuff. Yeah. Um. And so we're like sitting in class, not doing anything one day. We were like workshopping papers. It was a writing class or something. And he's like, check this out. So it's his buddy. And he like explains his house to me. And Mm -hmm. so how it is explained is that there is one like main hallway. And all the rooms open so that if the closet and all the doors are open, the whole hallway is blocked off by doors. Like they all I kind of meet in the same so same weird little spot. I can't fucking stand. And then they room. have like a kit, a dining room, right. obviously, and whatnot like that. This was he a was funny telling me. Now it's just scary <laughs> he was fun. telling me that uh, their doors randomly open. Mm-mm. No, thanks. by themselves. No. So you'll just come home. Nobody will have been there. But doors. All the doors are open. All like, the doors is all such the... a nightmare. Like two doors is like I get it. Yeah. Sorry, I was in your way or whatever. But yeah, no. Like all the all the interior doors sure. open up, and so it's the I get to hear this message from his roommate that's like, "Yo, man, I'm here by myself. I'm a little freaked out. Like usually I'm not too freaked out, but I'm a little freaked out." This is fucking hurting. Uh, I came home and the doors were open. And so I fucking shut them all. Right. But then I've been hearing this noise like a a desk is being Mm -hmm. pushed across a room. No, no, no. No Uh, I'll report back. And then the next one, he goes, oh, shit, I missed it. I missed it. You couldn't hear it in that one. I'll try to catch it next time. What's up? No. And then the last message is you hear like fucking a chair or a desk or something being scooting across the room. And he goes, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got to get out of the house, man. I, I got to get out of the house, man. I got to go <laughs> home right like, after this. And it's late in the evening. And I don't want to. He was freaking out. Like he ended up fine. Like maybe, nothing happened. Maybe he did. <laughs> I Here's what I was hoping you would say at the end of that story. Because it's a funny podcast and not a fucking jack it was hilarious to listen to like hearing the fear in this dude's voice yeah that's funny hear hear the fear in my voice right now i gotta go home this afternoon right now it's the evening it's dark outside thank god the dog came back yeah he's gonna oh my god he's gonna scare the shit out of me i know it every fucking time it's only it's only late o'clock it's still light out so look you can look it's still light i don't know so <laughs> what I was hoping you would say is that this dude like got really quiet and was like keeping it very suspenseful and then was like, hold on, I think I hear it. And then just ripped major ass into the phone. <laughs> it was like, did you get that? 
But instead, it was a fart that he sent because that's a hilarious roommate <laughs> thing. But instead, you scared the shit out of me and roommate. Yeah, no, me. it was real fear. Guys, if you have sexy pants, go ahead and toss them on. And hey, think a ghost every once in a while. Tell the ghost that you are the sexy pants for them. It's for you. It's for you. Hello, sexy pants. Do you know that I like your pants? Like to take a walk with you through the hills of France. And it's easy as one, two. It's a one-two dance. You can make a wish come true in your one-two pants, but down in Congress, all the boys get.